Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishelder with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. Working in the gambling industry, I've been to lots of conferences. In my opinion, what makes a conference great is the location and the speakers. By that standard, the conference you're going to hear about is one of the best around. Not only does it have experts in horse racing, sports betting, and the casino industry, but it will be held at one of the most beautiful areas in this country. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga is being held on August 15th through the 17th in Saratoga Springs, New York. To tell us all about this amazing event, we're going to talk with its director, Pat Brown. Pat is going to tell us about an event you do not want to miss. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga returns this August 15th through the 17th at the Saratoga Hilton in Saratoga Springs, New York. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga is the premier national forum for industry decision makers, advocates, and patrons to discuss and analyze gaming trends in all sectors of the industry. Over 50 experts on more than a dozen panels all meeting for three days to examine the critical issues facing the gaming industry and share their ideas and insights. Register today at RacingAndGamingSaratoga.com to reserve your seat. And be sure and check out the website for full agenda and conference speaker list. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga this August 15th through the 17th at the Saratoga Hilton in Saratoga Springs, New York. Register today at RacingAndGamingSaratoga.com. Attention. Here is something big banks don't want you to know about your IRA or 401k. You can store your retirement savings where you can actually see, touch, and hold it in your hands with a Paradigm Gold or Silver IRA. You can transfer a portion of your savings to physical gold and silver coin and store them where you can see them. The stock market is close to its all-time high, and your retirement might be at risk again. But you can trust Paradigm Gold Group to help. Call 800-417-3932. 800-417-3932. Paradigm Gold Group is a gold IRA leader. Rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau where gold and silver has been in the family business for over 40 years. Call for your free guide to Paradigm's Gold IRA. Protect your retirement savings today with Paradigm. Call 800-417-3932. 800-417-3932. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. 
With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. Being a lawyer in the gambling industry, I've been to a lot of gaming conferences, but there's one coming up that I think is really special. Not only does it have the top experts in the gambling field, but it's being held at one of the most beautiful areas in the country. It's called the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga, and it's being held on August 15th through the 17th. And we're going to find out all about it because on the line we have the conference's owner and director, Patrick Brown. Pat, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Good morning. Good morning. Great, great. Always great talking to you. Pat, before we start talking about the conference, can you give us a little bit of a background on how you got into the gambling industry and how you got involved in the racing and gaming conference at Saratoga? Sure. Well, I'm a uh, longtime resident of the Capital District here in uh, in New York and uh, lucky to grow up. Uh, only about a half hour from the racetrack. Nice. So some of my misspent youth was <laughs> uh, spent there. Um, so I've been going to the track for 50 years. Um, so my the beginnings of my hor- love for horse racing began in my my teenage years mm-hmm. going up to going up to Saratoga in the summer. I um I worked for Governor Mario Cuomo after graduating from law school, and one of my uh, responsibilities was uh, horse racing and um, and Indian gambling at the time, the lottery. Um, so I advised the governor on these subjects and got immersed very deeply into the law and regulations. Uh, with that experience, and after uh, the governor was invited to leave office in 1994 by the voters, um, I I left public service and went into private practice and uh, represented a number of horse racing and gambling interests over my career. I'm now retired from the lobbying business, but uh, uh, gives me more time to do things like this conference. Well, tell us about the history of the conference. I mean, how did you get involved in the conference? It, it, this is certainly not the first year of it. And uh, tell us about when it started. Sure. The conference is uh, over 20 years old, actually. Wow. Um, it originally um, was uh, put on by the uh, Albany, the Government Law Center of Albany Law School for the first 19 years uh, starting back all the way back in 2001, um, the law school put on a, uh, a conference every year called the uh, Racing Gaming, or the Equine, I believe, Equine Institute at Saratoga. And it originally started as a one-day uh, event that just focused on horse racing. 
But then the um, market changed, and mm-hmm. casinos came to New York, and other forms of of uh, gaming came to New York. So the conference was expanded. Oh, I don't know, maybe ten years ago, into a two day event: one day for horse racing, one day for other forms of uh, gaming. Okay, and uh, so that that. Uh, went on for uh, I think 19 years and then the law school decided that they they just didn't want to put on the conference anymore and uh, rather than see it uh, close um, I decided well I'll step up and uh, see if I can't run it myself. I've been involved in the conference with the law school for all of these years so I thought I had a pretty good handle on how to put the thing together mm-hmm. and uh, how it works. Boy, was I wrong. I learned a <laughs> lot last year. Last year was my, my first year doing it, and we, uh, we learned a whole lot about the logistics of putting one of, these, uh, one of these extravaganzas on. But this year, looking forward to it, think mm-hmm. it's going to be uh, even better than last year. Well, you certainly have great partners when it comes to this conference. Tell us about some of the sponsors that are involved in the racing and gaming conference at Saratoga, because these are some of the leading companies when you're talking about horse racing and gaming in this country. Sure. Um, well, first of all, Spectrum Gaming. Spectrum sure. Gaming is is my partner, and they they really are the folks who... Uh, do the nuts and bolts of the of the conference, and they they have lots of experience putting on uh, conferences for the Nickel G's uh, folks, the the legislators in in gaming states. And so, without Spectrum, there's no way I could do this. Sure. So, first of all, Spectrum, and then as as far as sponsors go, we have um, a list of uh, um, horse racing. Um, um, Sponsors, the OTBs in New York have stepped up and are are, are big contributors and sponsors. Um, the Saratoga uh, Harness Track and Casino um, are are a sponsor this year. Um, the Las Vegas Sands is a sponsor, wow. which yeah. is um, which is great because uh, we're going to talk about um, one of the big issues we're going to talk about is the expansion of casinos into the New York City area, something that the Sands is very much interested in. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of have a lot of gaming and uh horse racing sponsors and then we have some you know prominent law firms, um Greenberg Trower, Brown and Weinraub, my old firm. Um the uh the new iteration of Psy Games, Light and Wonder, uh also a a sponsor. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards.
Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. You're listening to House of Cards. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. No. 5 to 1. No. 10 to 1. You're on. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the director of the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga, Pat Brown. What do you see as some of the challenges facing the horse racing and gaming community as we move forward over the next couple of years? Certainly, the last past years were kind of challenging. I mean, we had the pandemic. We're going through some financial difficulties in this country. Uh, employment is always an issue. I know in my home, say, Atlantic City just averted a worker strike prior to the July 4th holiday, but a couple of Atlantic City casinos still have labor issues to work out. But what do you see as some of the big challenges for the horse racing and gaming community as we move forward? Well, I'll start with the horse racing industry. Um, you know, as you know, and your listeners probably know, horse racing used to have a monopoly um, on uh, legal legalized gambling in this country. And, uh, you know, in the 60s, the state lotteries came back. And, um, you know, now, over the years, <clears throat> we have the expansion of casinos. Obviously, um, once located in just Las Vegas and then Atlantic City, and now they're um, all over the country. Um, We have other um, gambling opportunities, and so horse racing can't sit back. It has Mm -hmm. to compete with all these other types of uh, opportunities that, that folks now have. I mean, who would have thought 10 years ago um, you know, rather than talking to your bookie, you could just go yeah. on your your smartphone and put a bet on the on the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's really been an explosion of um, opportunity for the consumer. And if you're in the service industry, um, which all of this is uh, competing for those consumer dollars, um, you know. More competition. You got to be sharper. You got to be innovative. You, you've got to, uh, you know, you got to bring your A game every day. Mm-hmm. 
you're certainly correct. And and, and the, one of the great things about your conference is the incredible list of speakers that are going to be talking to the people. Can you tell me about some of the speakers and presenters that people can hear from at the event? Because these are really top-notch in the gaming and horse racing field. Well, <clears throat> sure. I'm happy to. Um, I'll start with the uh, the panel that I, I mentioned a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. um, and it happens to be a panel that I, I am going to moderate myself, and that's the panel on the expansion of uh, casinos into the New York City mm-hmm. market. This is an issue that's been around for forever, really. I mean, if you go back to the 70s, there was all this talk about maybe putting casinos in Coney Island and, yeah. and uh, you know, never it never came to fruition. But it, it's been an issue um, for a long, long time, and now it's going to happen. And mm-hmm. the, the state legislature passed a, uh, a part of the budget back in March and authorized uh, the granting of up to three licenses down in the New York City and suburban counties around New York City. So on my panel, um, we are really honored to have former Governor David Patterson wow. be uh, a, a speaker on the panel, and he's going to, he's now uh, in the employ of Las Vegas Sands, and he is uh, going to uh, speak about, um, you know, what it's like coming into a market um, that already has some incumbent players. Obviously, Resort Worlds and MGM and in Yonkers are are established here and are trying to uh, move their racinos. You know, just the VL that they have VLTs now, huge operations, mm-hmm. but just VLTs. They yeah. want to move that into full blown casinos. And then you have players like Las Vegas Sands coming into the market trying to compete for one of these licenses. So we have David Patterson. We have um, Chairman Gary Pretlow, Chairman of the Racing and Gaming Committee in the the Assembly. Gary is an old, old hand at uh, racing and gaming issues in the New York State Legislature and was an architect of this expansion into New York City. And he's going to talk about you know, what happened in the legislature to get this done. Um, and then we have players from the players from the industry. We have uh, Jeff Corral, always a great uh, speaker at this conference and other conferences. You'll, you'll never, you'll never leave not knowing what Jeff thinks <laughs> because he's very, uh, you know, he's, he's, willing to put out there exactly what he's thinking on any given issue. And it's great because Jeff has the Tioga Casino in the southern tier of New York, but he also, of course, has the Meadowlands. And expansion into the New York City area is going to have an absolute direct impact on um, gambling, casino gambling in the in New Jersey and in the, you know, what Jeff's trying to do over at the Meadowlands. So he'll be on the panel. We have Mike Kane. Mike Kane represents an association of uh, folks uh, that have the upstate casinos and the upstate racetracks and racinos. 
So clearly there is a, a question of whether the downstate casinos are just going to dwarf uh, the upstate guys, and you know Mike will bring that uh, will will bring that point of view. So um, this is going to be a great panel, and we're going to hear. And then of course I forgot um, uh, we have a representative of Resorts World, and they're going to talk about what it's like really to be a um, you know almost an incumbent looking to expand and having others come in and try to compete with them so um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that panel I spent a lot of time on oh it. absolutely I should, I should uh, move on uh, the other panel I want to make sure I mention is the horse racing panel on hissa uh, it's the new federal regulations on horse racing is a very controversial issue people are um you know polarized uh around the um issue we are lucky to have lisa lazarus the director of the hissa program um out of washington and and she's going to uh, come into the lion's den if you will and talk <laughs> about this program and then we have really two um, really very serious players in the horse racing regulation business. We have Rob Williams. He's the executive director of uh, the Gaming Commission in New York. Rob is arguably the most important uh, uh, person in the horse racing uh, world in New York. He is the the lead regulator um and then we have ed martin ed martin represents the national association of uh, horse racing regulators so that's that's a uh an issue that a lot of horsemen sure, sure. Um, a lot of people who aren't horsemen really care about um and, you know kind of what the landscape is going to look like with a federal uh, a new federal involvement in the regulation mm-hmm. of, of horse racing. So uh, looking forward to that one. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. Sometimes you 
just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions Now, and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions Now. Call 800-299-1132. It's getting warmer outside and the action is really starting to heat up on the tables at Party Poker in New Jersey. Sign up with code EXIT7A and take advantage of Party Poker's new sign-up offer of $25 free, plus a first deposit match up to $600 and start playing poker online today. Daily tournaments, cash games, sit-and-goes. The Party Poker U.S. Network offers players an opportunity to participate in their favorite poker tournaments online every day, all day. And don't forget about their Sunday tournament featuring $35,000 in guaranteed prize money. So head on over to nj.partypoker.com and sign up today with our promo code EXIT7A. New customers get $25 free when registering, plus you also get a first deposit match up to $600. That's code EXIT 7A to get your $25 free when registering and your first deposit match up to $600. The cards are in the air at PartyPoker.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 and over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping! Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. Hey, this is Dave Weishuttle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of August 1st, 2022. The Pennsylvania Gaming Control Board reported that gaming in the Keystone State broke a record. For the fiscal year ending June 30th, 2022, the state recorded over $5 billion in revenue. This is the first time the revenue figure topped $5 billion and it is 30% higher than the previous year. For this last fiscal year, the state received over $2 billion in tax revenue. The New Jersey Gaming Control Board also reported some good news for Atlantic City casinos. For the first half of 2022, all nine Atlantic City casinos reported increased revenues from this time last year. For the first half of the year, the Garden State casinos reported $1.3 billion in revenue compared to the $1.1 billion from the first half of 2021. The biggest increase was from Hard Rock, which saw a 27.8% increase in revenue for the first six months of 2022. And finally, the Poker World has a new champion. Norway's Espen Jorstad won the 2022 World Series of Poker main event. Jorstad defeated a field of over 8,600 poker players to take home the coveted gold bracelet and the $10 million grand prize. According to WSOP.com, the $10 million prize makes Jorstad the most successful Norwegian poker player in history. Congratulations from all of us at House of Cards. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HFC Radio.
House of Cards is brought to you by BetMGM Casino. Play your favorite casino games at BetMGM Online Casino. Slots, table games, live dealer games, everything you love about Atlantic City and Vegas, all online at BetMGM. Go to BetMGM Casino, create an account using our promo code TURNPIKE, and become a verified player. New players get $25 free when signing up, plus a first deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code TURNPIKE at BetMGM.com for a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 plus $25 free. Must be 21 years or older to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the House of Cards. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaud with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the director of the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga, Pat Brown. Sorry about that. Radio has to do its business, you know. Why don't you continue what you were saying before the break? And the other one I want to, um, a couple more I want to mention. Sure. One is sure. the fixed odds panel. This is, uh, this goes back to something I said earlier to you. Uh, horse racing has to adapt in order to compete. Right now, you can bet on your phone, and you can do prop bets and all kinds of sporting events. And, you know, your bet is not a parimutuel bet. It is yeah. a fixed odds bet. It is a straight bet. What you bet is what you get. In horse racing with parimutuel, that's not the case. You know, you might bet a four-to-one shot in the morning, and the, the horse goes off at five-to-two. So when you're new to the game, that is disconcerting. You're not. It, it puts people off. They don't really understand what sure, they're betting, sure. what they're getting. And fixed odds is a is a way for um, to, well, the hope is anyway to attract new uh, players into the game. It, it's controversial. There are people who are for it. There are people who are against it. We have them on this panel. Um, that's going to be a, a, a really interesting uh, panel as well. And then the last one I'll, I'll, I'll mention to you is uh, the uh, horse racing in the metaverse. <laughs> this is the uh, the panel that personally I am looking forward to the most. Me too. I, I, I have a whole bunch of questions for you on that one. Oh, okay. So, yeah, All I, right. I, well, sure. No, no, no. Give, uh, give, it, uh, give me your uh, rundown that I got to – because that's the subject I know least about, NFTs and metaverse. So uh, I'm yeah. certainly uh, – that's, that's the one I circled on the program on mine. Well, that's the one that I'm most interested in because I know nothing about yeah. it. Most of the other topics on this agenda, I've either taught at a law school level or I'm I'm pretty well versed in. This one, I don't know about, mm-hmm. and I'm really, really looking forward to uh, hearing about this. Now, we're not going to cover the whole landscape in an hour, but it's, I, I'm hoping that with this panel I can get folks um, at least a background in what's going on here because it's a it's happening and yeah, it is yeah. a new thing uh, that most 
players, but certainly most people, fans and people in the business that are my age in their 60s have no clue about. <laughs> uh, but uh, we've got a couple guys from Silks, which is a company in this, in this business, and they're going to talk about creating a, um, you know, a virtual stable of horses and, and how that works and how value is exchanged on the, you know, on the web. And, and you know, they're going to talk about NFTs and cryptocurrency a little bit, but I'm hoping to give folks a base and then um, have uh, have them talk about how that new technology is being used in the horse racing business. Like I said, that that's one of the uh, things that I circled on the program because that that's something I know the least about. I mean, every week I see a news story about NFTs and the metaverse and and how it can be used for different areas of sports and gaming and, and, and everything. It seems like that's the wave of the future. Do you feel that this will be a much-needed revenue stream for the industry? I mean, how everyone's talking about it, it seems like it's the, it's the revenue stream of the future, I guess, for a lot of things. But do you see it that way? Well, I don't know enough about I, it to I give know. you a... a, a, a a very solid answer, but this is what I do know. Okay. I go to a lot of these conferences like you do, and, you know, almost at every conference, there is some casino executive or racetrack executive standing up in front of the audience and saying, our demographic is aging, our customer base is aging, we need to figure out how to appeal to a younger demographic. And the metaverse, uh, you know, <laughs> whether uh, guys like me understand it or not, the metaverse is here, and that's where young people are. And so you got to kind of go where your customers are. So it, to that extent, at least, I think that any of these technological innovations any of these changes in how you get how you attract people into the game um, are are great and um, you know maybe will become the big revenue stream mm-hmm. you know look it's innovation right sure, some of it sure. works a lot of it fails so we're, we're 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 too new at it I think to really predict but I, I, as I say, I'm I'm excited about that panel. We've got some great folks on it, and and I wanna I wanna uh, you know hope that the people at the conference uh, will enjoy that one. Well, I want to ask you about the New York City Casino panel because I, being from New Jersey, it's a huge story here, and I I I just wanted to get your take on the whole issue. How do you think it will affect the gambling industry? as a whole when New York City casinos open up? I mean, we saw the effect when New York City allowed mobile sports betting. It became the number one sports betting market in the country. Do you think casinos opening in the New York City area will have that effect on the gaming industry? Well, yes, I do, but, you know, it's actually pretty – 
unimportant what I think. Mm-hmm. It's more important what the guys with the money think. And the the folks who are, are ready to invest hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions of dollars, sure. are are clamoring for this New York City market. So those are smart people with lots of money who think this is the market to be in. This is one of the last huge untapped casino markets in the world. Mm-hmm. And you know, now we're going to uh now we're going to tap into it. Has there been any opposition to the idea of opening casinos in the New York City area? Are there any more hurdles that have to be overcome to get casinos in New York City, or does it look like it's going to happen? Well, I think it's going to happen, but there's certainly hurdles. And yes, there have been there has been opposition to this idea forever. For as long as there have been proponents of the idea, there has been opposition to it. Now, um, you know, I I was a lawyer lobbyist for 35 years, and I had clients trying to do things in New York City. And it is very difficult atmosphere to do anything to get a to get a liquor license to open a bar yeah. <laughs> is very very difficult uh, in in a lot of parts of New York City. So the idea of licensing and having uh, go through all the land use regulations and all the local requirements. Uh, to open one of these grand casinos um, is very daunting. And I, I will say this, ha- follow, having followed the creation of the, uh, the law that authorizes these casinos, there, is, there was a lot of concession made to local input. And you can argue whether that's good or bad, but the fact is it, it it is part of the law. So there will be these local panels that have to be created that represent all the various um, elected officials from a given uh, geographic area, and they're, they're going to have to sign off on, on the casino plan before it even gets to the state. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a new uh, little wrinkle, and that could be a huge hurdle. Um, The other thing that's going to be interesting is that these um, new uh, casinos are going to be subject to local land use laws, local zoning laws. And um, like many municipalities, uh, New York City has some very restrictive uh, land use laws for parts of the parts of the city of mainly Manhattan, but in the outer boroughs as well. So anyway, we're going to hope that we get the uh, casino reps on the panel to talk about how they're going to navigate these uh, two, you know, pretty significant hurdles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want you to make a prediction for me. When do you think the first New York City area casino will open? I'm a 45 minute train ride from Manhattan, so I'm making my plans now. Are we uh, are we talking two years? Are we talking three years? What's your best guess when a New York City casino could possibly open? Well, 
this since I'm retired, I'm going to go ahead and do this. If I were still working, I would never do. <laughs> you give this. me a but, political answer. <laughs> um, I I I think that the uh, the uh, RFP will be out on the street sometime in the first quarter of next year. Okay. It will be, you know, I think uh, uh, bids will be due probably toward the end of the second quarter of next year. They'll be evaluated through the summer. And, uh, you know, maybe by Labor Day of 2023, we will have winners, um, people who are selected, companies who are selected, and then um, then there is the vetting process of actually getting a casino license, which is, you know, not something you do in an afternoon. Um, that's going to take a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I think by Labor Day of, of next of next year we'll we'll know who's who's going to be building okay. uh the casinos um and where they're going to be um and then you know uh, the casinos took 14 to 18 months to build in upstate uh when they were being built um it's got to be at least that long in new york city mm-hmm. maybe even a little longer now that that's for folks coming in, sort of greenfield, going to build a new facility. If you're talking about MGM and Resorts World, if they are successful in in getting casino licenses, they obviously already have uh, facilities that they're going to expand or change around or whatever they're going to do with them. So it won't take them nearly as long once they get licensed to get themselves built out and and ready to go. So I'll answer your question this way. If Resorts World and or MGM uh, win a license, then I expect that they would be open uh, before the end of 2023. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Attention, here is something big banks don't want you to know about your IRA or 401k. You can store your retirement savings where you can actually see, touch, and hold it in your hands with a Paradigm Gold or Silver IRA. You can transfer a portion of your savings to physical gold and silver coin and store them where you can see them. The stock market is close to its all-time high, and your retirement might be at risk again. But you can trust Paradigm Gold Group to help. Call 800-417-3932. 800-417-3932. Paradigm Gold Group is a gold IRA leader. Rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, where gold and silver has been in the family business for over 40 years. Call for your free guide to Paradigm's Gold IRA. Protect your retirement savings today with Paradigm. Call 800-417-3932. 800-417-3932. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? 
How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Why, you cheap crook, stealing a baby's bank. It's only a lend-lease. I figured a bet on the 50-to-one shot and double the baby's money. Why, you imbecile. Why don't you pick a 100-to-one shot and triple it? Oh, okay. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the director of the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga, Pat Brown. You know, you mentioned a another panel you're having, and it's such a huge issue in the horse racing industry, especially in New Jersey. Here is uh, fixed odds wagering, and you, you have a great panel. You have people like Joe Asher from IGT and David O'Rourke from the New York Racing Association on that panel, and it, it's such a huge issue. Where do you see this country moving? Are, are we slowly moving to fixed odds wagering, or are still states really fighting against that trend? Well, I think both. I think there are some states that are gonna that are gonna move uh, more quickly toward uh, fixed odds, and um, and there will be states that uh, that will be entrenched against it. Um, you know, it's it's like turning the the proverbial battleship to sure. move from from a paramutual system to a system that I would call paramutual plus, um, you know, ba- the base of the system will be paramutual, but you would have other opportunities like fixed odds, maybe exchange wagering, maybe in-race uh, wagering, those sorts of innovations. Um, it's going to take not only an acceptance in the industry, meaning the owners of these facilities, it's going to take an acceptance in the marketplace, the customers, and then, or or alongside of that, you've got to change a whole lot of laws and a whole lot of regulations, and in some places, probably some constitutions. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at the Constitution in New York... It talks about paramutual wagering on horse races. So uh, to move away now, I've talked to some very clever lawyers, and they've got some great arguments as to why that doesn't really mean what it says. And you know, and you know, maybe they're right, and maybe that's going to be the answer. But uh, on the face of it, paramutual is ingrained and embedded in the horse racing business, and to and to 
move away from that. It's going to take a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as I say, the first step is to get the owners, the, the people like David O'Rourke and the, you know, the folks who have to make these business decisions to say, yeah, I want that. That's going to be good for my business. And I don't think, I mean, we're there in some states, in some places, but we're not there industry-wide. That's that's for sure. But I, I think it is an absolutely great opportunity, and it has to be done right. We have Dan Hartman as the moderator of that band, you know, the regulator out of sure. Colorado. And that's going to, you know, Dan is a very thoughtful regulator, and he, he's going to bring a real perspective to that panel. So, you know, I, I mentioned sports betting before, and you, and you have panels covering that as well at the conference. Here in my state, the main reason why sports betting was made legal was to help out the horse racing industry. I mean, for me, horse racing and sports betting are really linked in my mind. That's why I guess paramutual and fixed odds wagering became a hot issue. And the two most successful sports book are racetracks in New Jersey. I mean, the Meadowlands and Monmouth Park. Is that how you feel that there's a link between horse racing and sports betting? And do you think that with more states allowing sports betting, that's benefiting the horse racing industry? Um, Yes, I do think they're inextricably linked um, because no matter how the law or the reg might want to keep them separate, they're not separate in the customer's mind. Sure. sure. The customer doesn't bring, uh, you know, to the table this sort of sophisticated analysis of, oh, that's a horse race and that's a football game and, and one has a different betting system and all that. The customer comes to the table and does what they like and what they trust and what they uh you know uh in, enjoy doing and yeah i think that there is there was the thought of let's put in the law in new york this is let's put in the law that none of these sports books can have horse racing as part of their uh offering and that quickly turned out to be a mistake yeah. um you know, people um, people want to be able to bet on the horses and bet on the football game in the in the same on the same app. So yes, I, I think there will be customer demand that the two be linked. Um, now that's going to create all kinds of challenges for for the lawyers <laughs> and the contract people out there. But you know that that'll get itself worked out in the marketplace. And, um, yeah, I think sports betting is a huge boon to um, online wagering on horses. You know, the great thing about your conference and how you're presenting the topic is that you don't have to be a lawyer or a casino executive to get something out of this conference. I mean, if you're a fan of horse racing or sports betting, you'll get something special from attending. Was that a conscious effort by you to make it accessible to everyone? Yes, yeah. Let me just talk a little bit about the evolution. When this start was started by the law school, this was a conference for New York lawyers about 
New York laws and regulations and legislation. That 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 was the genesis of this conference. And with the law school, it grew out of that to where we started having uh, business executives come, particularly when it got expanded that second day into other gaming um, types of issues. So it it the conference has grown and moved away from that particular New York lawyer focus. And when I took it over, I made the, the decision that I want it to be a conference that is useful to lawyers. I don't want to lose that. So we offer CLE uh, credits. We've been approved in Nevada, and our application in New York is pending, and we expect to be approved here uh, for for some number of CLE credits. So that's an attraction to the lawyers. And some of the panels, when you go through the agenda, are more directed at lawyers than than others. But for the most part, I want the panels to be accessible and interesting to lawyers and non-lawyers. And I want the conference to have a broader scope. Horse racing is not a New York issue. Horse racing is a national and international issue. Gambling and casinos and sports betting, they aren't New York issues. They are national and international issues. And I wanted the conference to reflect that. Another great thing about the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga is that it's very close by to the historic Saratoga Racecourse. Are you doing anything at the racecourse, any events at the racecourse um, during the conference? Yes. This is the first year. I've always thought it, it just a shame that the conference was held in Saratoga to talk about horse racing and we didn't go to the racetrack and going to the racetrack wasn't part of the conference this year we've changed up the conference so that one of the days of the conference is a race day and we're going to have a a morning of intense uh panels uh, uh on wednesday the 17th okay and then anybody at the conference who's uh interested can join us at the racetrack, and we're going to have a day at the races. And I am absolutely looking forward to that. Um, we we did that, and we added that event um, specifically to get people who are coming from out of state, who have who are interested, obviously, in in gambling issues and horse racing issues to get them on the track. Because once you go, you know, you're going to go back. Oh, of course. And um, I say this everywhere I go, uh, we're so lucky to have the absolute best horse racing in the world happening at Saratoga for these, you know, six weeks. And I, I've always felt it's just a missed opportunity not to get people at the racetrack. So this year we're going to do that. And while I'm at it, I want to mention two other events sure. that we're having uh, where people can come and perhaps have an adult beverage and, and network and, and, 
and meet new friends and reacquaint with old friends. We'll have a welcome party at a great venue right on Broadway. Uh, it's called 408. It's just going to be a, a just a very relaxed but <clears throat> really nice venue. Overlooks uh, the, the scene on Broadway in Saratoga Springs. That's on the 15th. And then on the 16th, we are going to have a um, – cocktail party and a charity uh casino night at the the iconic Canfield Casino. Canfield Casino for folks who who don't know is this incredible uh piece of architecture in the middle of Saratoga Springs. It was designed and built by the same guy who built the racetrack, John Morrissey, mm-hmm. in the 1870s. And it was a casino, a very upscale casino for decades. And now it's a venue for weddings and that sort of thing. And we're gonna have a we're gonna have a party there. We're gonna have some uh you know, blackjack tables and roulette tables. Oh, and we're nice. gonna we're gonna we're gonna have some fun fun gambling and all the proceeds from the gambling are gonna go to this great charity called TRR. They provide um, services to um, wounded combat veterans, and part of of what they do, they use uh, uh, retired racehorses in their equine therapy. So it's going to, they're a great organization. It's going to be Great to hand them a check, and it's going to be a fun night. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of fun in a place where folks at the conference can, you know, come and, and continue the conversation that we begin in these panels. That's my that's my uh, hope is that the panels are just the catalyst mm-hmm. for a continued conversation. Now, if someone wants to get involved and attend the racing and gaming conference at Saratoga, what's the website they go to, and how do they sign up to attend the events? Well, it's all on the website, and that's uh, www.racingandgamingsaratoga.com. Couldn't be uh, more straightforward. You can go there. You can register for a hotel. You can register for the conference. Um, we're, we still have a couple sponsorship uh, uh, opportunities left. A lot of them have been uh, uh, taken, but there are a couple left. There's a sponsorship page there, and we have a news page. We put out several uh, press releases over the last month or so. Um, and so if you go to that, go to that website, you can uh, get all the information you need to sign up. And we certainly have links on our website, too. So if you go to our website and you see it, click on the uh, Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga. Pat Brown, thanks so much for coming on and telling us about the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga, which is being held on August 15th through the 17th. And you can check that out at RacingAndGamingSaratoga.com. It sounds like it's going to be an incredible event, so everyone who's interested in horse racing, sports betting, and in the gaming industry in general should check it out. Pat, thanks so much for coming on and telling us about it. Well, my pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity. Well, that'll do it for us this week. We'll talk to you later on House of Cards. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.